Evening, Lee. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm standing out in a field in the sort of semi-dark. I mean, I've got a, I've got a headlamp on. Max and I are on a, a little walk. Um, in the sort of semi-countryside <laughs> that's fairly close to me called Stanmore. So, I mean, if you were to put it into Google Maps, you would see Stanmore. And then, and then I'm in Queensbury. It's about four or five miles away two stops on the tube and I've really sort of discovered hidden parts of Stanmore that I didn't even realize existed like this field so anyway I was walking along with Max and I was thinking I don't know for some reason this thought pops into my mind and that is you know if we were to travel back 200 300 years back into our Lithuanian Eastern European heritage, history. Our ancestors, who, who, do you think, who do you think they would be in the small communities that, in which they lived? In the little shtetl, who would, who would we be, you and me? What would be our lineage? What would be, who would we be in that little community, that little 150 people? community I was just for some reason this thought popped into my head and I was almost like thinking I think I would be like the like I don't know for some reason almost like the wheeler dealer a little bit like the like the guy is always kind of like okay you know I've got some I've got some really good goat's cheese from the village just down the road I can do you a kilo of goat's cheese. Actually, I can do you two kilos. There we go. Two kilos, four, five shekels, whatever. <laughs> Who do you think we would be? That's the question. In that little village. The reason I'm also asking was because <coughs> on Saturday night, um, walking back from Fryan Park, which is that, yeah, where I sent you the video of the the sunflower and all of that stuff. Um, I was walking back, and for some reason, which is very strange, because this is not really what my neighbourhood is. I don't live in a Jewish neighbourhood at, at all. But there was this sort of Hasidic man, little man, I mean, shorter than me, coming towards me. This was about eleven o'clock at night. Max and I had been out and watched the sunset, and you know, walked around the park. And so a little Hasidic man coming towards me and for some reason he greeted me and I said hello and uh, you know these Hasids they're always on the lookout for I don't know recruits or something and so he was asking me he was like oh are you Jewish and I was like yes I am and da, da, da. and I told him my name and he said ah right Lithuania Wasserman he was like there's a famous I don't know rabbi Wasserman. I think it was like Holland, Hosen, something like that. Something, something like that. Famous, like, Lithuanian, important rabbi. And he was like, oh, you related maybe to Holland Wasserman. And I was like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, so maybe that, maybe I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking, 
really in the shtetl are we are we kind of you know from kind of rabbinical stock perhaps like from long 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 ago um which would sort of make sense i mean you know we're both of us right we're seekers we're which is why i don't think even though for some reason i thought i was the guy selling the goat cheese i don't think i am the guy selling the goat cheese because we're 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 kind of seekers we're spiritual seekers i think you and me um well that's where i think i get it from i mean mars got a little bit of that but not not like we have not this kind of like ah this sort of seeking seeking what's the truth what's the answer what's the you know so um so maybe we are maybe we are related would that be would that be fun if we were like if we found out that we were actually related well maybe you know i don't know you tell me maybe we are related to the great rabbi i haven't even googled this guy yet i mean i, I will i will I'll, I'll google him i'll send you some more information maybe we are related to the great holland rabbi holland wasserman who i don't know was like the james brown was like the neil diamond of hasidic you know orthodoxy sort of um i mean the hasids are interesting aren't they because they've got that sort of sort of almost kind of crazy reverential sufi like vibe to them so there's something interesting about those guys anyway i'm going to go home now but i will send this to you night night good morning to you steve um i've just listened to your message i think of last night and just a few comments i found it very very interesting well again on many many levels not specifically your encounter with this hasidic man in the park um just a few random thoughts that just spring to my mind as I was listening to it a few minutes ago. And that is, um, I'm just looking here. You sent this message about quarter past 11. My guess is that's South African time. So we're talking quarter past 10 UK time. I mean, it sounds, it seems so strange living here now in Cape Town and it being winter that you are still out and about at quarter past 10 and it is not pitch dark almost midnight. I find it, I mean, do you have, what time does, is it actually dark? in your neck of the woods at present. I find that interesting. Number two, um, yeah, it seems strange that this, I mean, I take it you meant when you referred to them, to this man as being Hasidic, that you're talking, he not looked Hasidic, he was typical, a Hasidic kind of Jewish guy. And um, a again, just seeing you there, I don't know if it's just an English thing where one, the, 
somebody greets you and acknowledges you and you land up having a bit of a conversation and you're relating that story to me has happened many times with me people hear the name Vasaman or oh, am I related to I know years ago I think he's passed on now there was a rabbi in um, Plumstead in the southern suburbs of Cape Town very well known who was had the name of Vassaman. And then they say, you know, well, in Lithuania, I, I, I can't recall anyone making specific reference to this well-known Vassaman rabbi in Lithuania. But again, I suppose if one, I don't know, you know, it depends, I think, and I'm open to correction, I think you've got a greater interest in that whole subject matter and our heritage and who we were and then I have. I tend, I don't know if it's just because of my 50, 50, 55 years of not really being involved with Judaism or all that interested in it, very much more gone I'm not, I'm definitely not Buddhist, but my line of consciousness and thinking is very much in the line of, you know what, at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, my history, my heritage, my past is actually not all that important. And not only from a Buddhist point of view, and you can give this some thought at some stage. I don't necessarily think you'll agree with me, nor do I want you to agree with me. Most definitely not. But I, I think it's because I'm now 75 years of age. My, my consciousness, my level of consciousness is very much... I've only got this moment, this moment where I'm sitting, I've got a wash on my washing machine. I'm just finishing a final spin and then I need to hang it out because it's a beautiful, warm, sunny day here. So I want to get that out in the sun. So I've just walked into because of the noise of the washing machine spinning. I've walked into my study, sitting at my desk, holding my phone and talking to you. Um... And I only have this moment, this precious moment, because you know what? What happened yesterday and what happened when I was married to your mother and my childhood and Rosettenville and the heritage of my mom and dad, it's interesting, but it's just thoughts it's just a memory well a lot of it i can't i mean relating to lithuania i can't remember of course um it's just memories of my dad telling me when they arrived in south africa and they landed up in bloemfontein and his difficulties very similar if not identical this is what's quite coincidental this very coincidental, well, there's no coincidences, uh, 
that you landed up in the UK in a new school and my dad landed up in Bloemfontein in a new school almost, maybe within months, being the same age. And I find that fascinating. And what I also find very fascinating, and maybe has a lot more validity to it, I don't know, is that you were born, I haven't got the date right in front of me, but within, I think, three months, you were born three months after my dad died. So, you know, from an evolution with a, his soul or part of his soul or I don't know, I don't know all that. I don't know necessarily that whole, again, the reality or the belief system of that. But the fact that my dad died and the soul, wherever it goes into transition or whatever, or whether it goes anywhere, I don't know. And then you come along. I don't know. It's all very mysterious. But getting back, and I know this was going to be a very short, brief comment. So, yes, I found it interesting, and I don't have the answers. And as to, again, who would you be, who would I be if we were in this little shtetl in Lithuania? I can't even imagine. You know, I know my... Yeah, I don't know whether you'd be a wheeler dealer because you're definitely not a wheeler dealer today. So why would you have been a wheeler dealer in Lithuania? A rhetorical question, of course. As for me, I can't imagine myself being... I don't know. And yet I do believe, very much believe, that we do evolve as in one lifetime. I mean, if I think of the Leon married to your mom, having young world furniture, uh, my lifestyle, just everything about being in business, etc., and having sold that business 35 years ago, and where I am now, as a person with my values, my morals, my, my everything. Well, I've done a 180 degree turnabout. I'm not the same person. Definitely not. I may look kind of similar. I haven't grown another three, four inches. Um, I'm not put on I'm basically the same weight as I was. I really am. Um, but as a person, my my personality, I was very, now there again, reserved and not necessarily outspoken. I now, I was a lot more sensitive then. I know I'm still sensitive, but I'm very much more outspoken now, a lot more self-confident and assured of who I am and what I believe. Not from an ego point of view, no, 
but from a, of what's right and what's wrong and being able to express that. Well, many, many years ago, I was reticent to express those views. Um, so I don't know whether I've kind of answered your question. I can't for a moment uh, apply my mind to think who I'd be in that little shtetl. I really can't. I find that difficult. Um, what else did you make reference to? I think that basically, yeah, this this uh, this man you bumped into, I find that interesting. I really would. I couldn't quite catch the name. Again, again, this is interesting, and don't take this as personal. Like with you, I I don't know what to do, what I'd like to do first in a day. Listen to a podcast, watch a YouTube oil painting tutorial, um, literally as I'm about to do in the next half an hour once my washing machine is emptied, to actually do some painting, um, a bit of exercise, get out outside. It's such a beautiful day. I'd like to celebrate the gift of this day. But I think going full circle, I try and live and I really don't, re I don't occupy my mind by choice. We've got all a choice and there's no right and wrong, Steve. No right. It's not like I'm right, you're wrong, you're wrong, I'm right. Nothing of that nature. But I still say I've only got this moment, sitting and talking to you. And I'm not, that's no indication of whether you're out on a walk with Max. I've got no problem with that at all. I realize the fact I could hear by your content of your audio or your talk. I had your total, your total attention was the message that you put into that little audio from last night out on a walk. So that's no, that's not a problem. Anyhow, um, and again, likewise, I mean, I got a WhatsApp call from Enid, you know, what are my plans? What am I doing this morning? What am I doing this afternoon? I told her in a little WhatsApp message, my basic plans for this morning. And I said, as for this afternoon, I haven't the foggiest because I, I don't know. I really don't know. There are a whole lot of a string of things I may want to do. Um, but I don't, I haven't got this afternoon. I haven't got tomorrow. When I hear of this man, Howard, I've, I, I, I'm sure I've told you about him in the last few weeks. This man who has got just from a beautiful wife to grandchildren to a double story home to trips overseas playing golf to you name it. You name it. Doesn't get better than that. Diagnosed with brain cancer three months down the line. Gone. He died a few days ago. Shit. And like that, I hear stories like that every day, and they're not even COVID-related. So, you know, you say, oh, next year, 
next year, let's go to Lithuania. I heard on a talk, I love, I love Australian movies and some podcasts that I listen to. Qantas, which is Australian, I think, yeah, they reckon they won't, they won't be flying till next March at the very earliest as an airline. So I haven't got, never mind next year, really, I, I don't, I, I think we're naive if we think or plan. We can have thoughts about it. I'm not saying that's wrong. But if to plan, oh, what I'm going to do tomorrow, for fuck's sake, do you know what can happen between today and tomorrow? We actually, and it's not a doom and gloom thing, it brings me full circle back to, don't worry about tomorrow. I've got only this beautiful moment right now, and on ending this little chit-chat with you, I will empty my washing machine, and then I need to brush my teeth still. I've had a lovely breakfast, and um, I'm going to do an hour, two or three of painting. On that joyful note, may you too have a wonderful day. Take care, Steve. And yes, I know, I know, I still owe you a, a more, a very much more detailed reply from your message that had so much value for me to me over the weekend.